Hello, welcome to Payne's Plough's Insights. Insights is a new series of podcasts live from the Payne's Plough rehearsal room where our director and playwright reflect on the week's progress, featuring a different guest each week. The following content may contain occasional strong language. Hi, welcome to Insights. I'm Joe, marketing and audience development officer at Payne's Plough, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, I'm production assistant at Payne's Plough. And Lacey. Hi, I'm the production and marketing placement. And our three amazing roundabout writers. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> We've got Daph James. Hello. Charlie Miles. Hi. And Nathan Byron. Hello. <laughs> uh, we just had a really long day of read-throughs for the first time reading the roundabout plays. So everyone's a little bit knackered. We're going to do our best to get through this and then go to the pub. Yes, <laughs> 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 alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys want to each tell us a little bit about your plays? Just start with you, Daph. Um, yes. Uh, oh, I've got to go first. Uh, so my play is called On the Other Hand, uh, We're Happy. And um, it comes from a bit of a personal place because I, me and my partner adopted two uh, little boys a couple of years ago. And one of the things that can sometimes happen um, just after you've adopted, you might get the opportunity to meet the birth mother or the birth father, the birth parents, and just to kind of share um, memories of your uh, child so that when you grow up you can tell, tell your, your son or your daughter, you know, I, I met your birth parents once. And it's a, I think it's a very challenging meeting often, but also a very, very emotional one and something that um, generally most people on all sides of it um, benefit from. Um, and that's not something that I was able to do with um, my children. Um, so I written a play about that encounter between um, a single dad adopting his daughter and a birth mother and I think I'm kind of writing it from a place of you know fantasy um, wishing that in a way that it was something that I was able to do so that sounds like a really heavy and emotional <laughs> and really serious play but um, I'm hoping that it's also quite you know funny and light and uh, re redemptive in a way um, and it's a, it's a play about um, yeah just Parenthood, which I'm slightly obsessed with at the moment because that's just where my head's at. <laughs> that's it's it. an absolutely beautiful play. It's mm -hmm. such a pleasure to listen to it today. A lot of welling of eyes and a lot of laughter in the room. So oh. that was very exciting. Um, Charlie, do you want to tell us a little about your play? I'll try my best. Um, my play is called Daughterhood um, and it's about two sisters. Um, one of who, there's a, who've got a big age gap, so there's nine years between them. Um, and one of whom has had to stay at home to care for her dad. Um, and the other of whom has gone away and is living all of her big hopes and dreams. Um, and the play sort of takes place over the course of 24 hours and also like skips quite far back in time um, and shows them at, uh, going backwards in time over the course of, of their childhood, really. Um, it's about being a sister and being a daughter and all the sort of the, the weight of expectations and responsibilities on women in a family um, I find it I'm still finding it quite hard to talk about like what it's actually about because I feel like I always find I sort of discover what my plays are about in the rehearsal room but they sort yeah. of like I just like vomit out this big huge like emotional character assassination <laughs> and then through the process of rehearsals I keep finding things or like the director or the actors keep finding things and I'm like oh my god that is what my play is about mm -hmm. so at this point I, I, I mean I can say like 
what happened in it. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not very good at articulating yet. Exactly what exactly it is. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but that is that is vaguely what it is. Did you have any revelations today? Um, I suppose what I'm finding out at the moment is that I think a lot. It's a lot more. Um, the, the, the overtones of it are revealing itself to me a bit more at the moment. So I think it's uh, it feel it felt during that read through that um, it's a lot about what you what women are being told they are yeah. throughout their lives. So you're and the, the roles that you kind of are, are forced to take on throughout your life as a girl um, because you're told that is what you are. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of things that like that their dad or their that their dad tells them constantly like gives them like nicknames or stuff that then are kind of roles that they pick up on later in life and then and then maybe feel like isn't actually them or like stuff that their dad said about their mum that then crops up like later in the play that yeah. that clearly like still like burns and stuff like that so mm. so I think like a lot of the the like I I feel like a lot I know I understand. Um, the emotional place that it comes from because I've got two sisters and it's obviously written with a lot of a lot of that knowledge and that feeling yeah. but um I think what what clearly what had been influencing me through writing it that I only realized during that read through is a, a lot of um stuff that's told to you by like teachers by yeah, professors you. by by you know and outside everyone else's expectation to yeah them. yeah so I think yeah expectations I think it's, it's a lot more about the weight of expectation on women than than that I realised today that I hadn't previously realised. Cool. Great. And do you want to talk about yours, Nathan? Yes. Um, so I wrote a play called Dexter and Winter's Detective Agency. <laughs> a long title. Just rolls with the tongue. Um, and it's about uh, a young boy who's his mum is his everything and she gets up to something pretty bad and he believes she has not done it and him and his best friend go on the ultimate journey to prove his mum innocent and I think it's a play about you know like when you're a kid you put everything into your parent like everything 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 and sometimes they don't get it right and um you're playing catch-up and I guess it's a play about learning that parents make mistakes and so it's obviously a really strong family theme with it yeah yeah there's loads of resonances between us it's so weird as if we all sat down and cooked it all up and it's not just thematically there's even like weird references like the same references across the play yeah yeah yeah. And also like meta references, so like you m- mentioning Rastamouse in your script oh, yeah. when Nathan is yeah. an actual writer. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I was like, was that intentional? <laughs> I do think it was like, intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I want to plant more stuff there. Like you know, Pixar has Easter eggs. They call them Easter eggs. Yeah. Oh, really? So like stuff that you plant in their stuff. films. Yeah. Or, like, and I think what the big one is um, that like they had a, they all trained together at this room at like. Cal Arts, whatever it's called, this university, and the room that they studied in was like CA nineteen or something. And in every single Pixar film, that's planted like on a number plate, yeah. yeah. oh. something like that. So I feel like if we can handle, we can do that between the three of us. You know, for the Uber Paint Plaza, because this is the podcast. So. <laughs> well, hopefully, this is a podcast. It'll get us well. to do tech week. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking loads of little mini courses, definitely. Maybe you can make a game or a competition out of that. <laughs> like, even on the lines front, though, um, like there are even I think I think in each of our plays there are moments 
where one of our characters says basically, oh, it's really hard to be in a family, isn't it? They're all mm. they're, like, they're yeah. variations on that Do theme. you think that this is something that's specifically to like you you guys in this sort of boiling pot of roundabout? Or do you feel like in a lot of theatre you've seen or read recently there has been sort of a lot of... Do you think family is going to be a theme at the Fringe this year? Do you think, or do you think that's just something that you Ooh, guys have you How's zeitgeisty, are we? Oh. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel zeitgeisty. So, I mean, yeah, my, I mean, mine's totally come from just where I am personally in the last, you know, couple of years. So, like, if you look at the type of work I'd write a decade ago, it's it's very different, you know, kind of, so it's all about promiscuous sex and drugs. And that doesn't say anything about me. <laughs> but actually, you know, but it, but it was, you know, and then there was, I got to a point where that shifted into another territory. So I can only... What about you two? Like, what's... I, I feel like it's come out of the roundabout for me. Because yeah. I don't know any other... And we've all done the roundabout workshops, haven't we? <coughs> like, we've, we've explored that space as writers mm, yeah. um, before having got the commissions. Mm. And I feel like there's nothing... For me, anyway, there's nothing... That space is such an intimate space, but it's all, and it's so revealing in a way that, like, I don't think any other theatre space is that, like, mm. that soul-bearing. Yeah. And there is no other place other place more so than a family where you like have to like bear your soul in such like yeah. such graphic ways yeah. I mean that, yeah I think that's like because one of the things I was thinking about is when I came up with the, what I wanted to write about and actually I did go through about 11 different ideas because we're all writing in rep together mm. they have to be that we're sharing a cast we have to think about mm. the genders yeah, of the cast yeah, and all those yeah. things and actually some stories that I want to tell just didn't suit what we ended up deciding on the casting but one of the things that I was thinking about was you know, the roundabout is, it's a social space because yeah. you have everyone is sitting around there in a circle. We're all watching each other and responding emotionally to a piece of work. And I wanted, therefore, to write about something that felt like it was a social theme. And actually, for me personally, like how we raise our children yeah. was, yeah. you know, it's a social yeah. question, yeah. you know, and adoption is a social question. Yeah. It's about the different ways we can pair it within our society. So I don't know if subconsciously that influenced how we all arrived at it, mm. but... Yeah, my one similar... I work with lots of young people who are not in education, employment and training. Yeah. I've done some work in prisons. Um, and even my dad's dad went to prison for a long time for um, building cocaine boats. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got a whole idea of, about what it's like to give your everything to a parent. Parents make mistakes but um yeah 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 it's funny isn't it do you think it's to do with the shape of roundabout as well then with the inward looking what were you saying about it being a social space but then the fact that it's in the round and the fact that it's got something to do with like encapsulating something there that have made you maybe look inward I'm i don't not know sure. inward but also like there's, there's looking in, looking inward but also the, the thing about roundabout is that you're like you're always acknowledging other people yeah. constantly because you, whatever wherever you're sitting you can you see can your audience see other yeah. audience yeah. members yeah. so like it is sort of like being in a family, being in that tent, yeah. because mm. you're like, it is like like a, an intimate experience watching a play, and you're going through like your own emotional roller coaster inside whenever you're watching a piece of art, but also you're directly acknowledging and having that emotional response against somebody else's emotional yeah. response next to you, across from you, yeah. all of that. Actually, I was just thinking about it when we did our roundabout workshop, and yeah. I went to see, so I saw Island Town in performance, and actually, so that's not. A family necessarily right. but it's about a really intimate group of yeah. people yeah. so I think actually it could be in any type of intimate group yeah. where people lends itself to it it just so happens mm -hmm. that we've taken that intimacy and put it in a familiar oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. context 
I think it, I think for me as well, when I when I was coming up with my idea, the what I the, the thing that was most on my mind, more so actually than roundabout, was where roundabout goes to. So like yeah. the, the 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 tour that it goes yeah. on, like so the communities that it goes to, and like what more universal theme really is there in the yeah. world than family? Like, yeah. 100%. In whatever way that manifests itself. And when you guys are commissioned or in your in the roundabout workshops, so just to give some context, guys, listen to this. When When's the roundabout workshop? Is it in December? Uh, October. October? When did you hear about your roundabout commission for this year? For this year? Yeah. Uh, like a week before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. for all of you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was driving yeah. to London and being like, oh shit, I have no writing work. And then, boom, George called me up. Like, oh, George, I was like, yes! <laughs> he was like, do you show what I was thinking about? I was like, yes! <laughs> done. And at what point after that did you realise just how short of the time you had to write? Yeah, we had to schedule, so everyone went, ooh, that's fast. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, but actually, I, I found that really thrilling because yeah. it's so mm-hmm. rare mm-hmm. to have a turnaround where you get to, you know, cook up your idea. Then, you, I mean, there's a pressure that comes from that, but you have to write it really quickly. Yeah. But you know that it's going to go into production. You know you're writing for a specific type of cast mm. and a really specific type of space. And actually, it's be- I found it really liberating. I think, mm. I don't know, what do you guys I think? I agree. Really? I think it's exciting as a writer to know that your work's going on anyway, because that's always a treat. Because <laughs> 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 sometimes I've got scripts in my bedroom and I was read. And this is really lovely to know that um, you know, it's happening. And then also to write fast. Is, I love that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's when you have read through sites today. Which how, how do you feel about writing fast, Charlie? <laughs> I thought you directed that one at me. Um, it's a new thing for me. Yeah. I've had like I've had a long time to write shows in the past. Um, I don't know. I hope it's been good for me. It just feels it's the writing fast isn't bad because I haven't written this any like the actual time it takes to write a draft hasn't taken any faster than I would normally take to write a draft. It's yeah. the space in between drafts. Okay. that has been a lot shorter and like being being at a point where you've like cast a show and you've been in a read-through like and that having only been like three months since you got the commission that is the fast bit but the yeah. actual physical like writing time it's that it's that you know what i was talking about earlier being like oh i, I find out about the play yeah. in like the rehearsal yeah. room or whatever like normally maybe that would take place in like the r&d or yeah, yeah. so i just feel like less sure of what it is that i'm saying yeah at the moment. At the moment. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah. Do, you know, but do you know what the nice thing about it is, though? That, like, it's not... I feel less exposed because I've got these two. Like, yeah. it feels like you... We're not writing in collaboration, but it yeah. feels like a collaboration. Oh, it's so lush yeah. looking at the three of you sitting there during the read-throughs together. Like, you just look like rock stars. Just like this really cool little gang who have clearly got a really cool All vulnerable and how is today for you guys listening to them? It's not the first time you've heard them read aloud, but yeah. it's the first time. It is. Yeah. By the actors. And there was every, like there was everybody and their mum in the room today. Yeah. 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 yeah, we did have a lot of people. We had our PR company. Yeah. We had a couple of our partners from the tour that we go on up at Edinburgh. We had all of us, all of Hayes' house, yeah. all the creative team. Yeah. There's loads of people. There was everybody. Like yeah. Twenty people. Yeah. 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 So exciting. Awesome. Yeah. It was exciting. How did you guys feel? How does it make you feel? And, and Charlie kept saying to me, are you nervous? And I was like, no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, I 
I am. And then they started and I went, oh shit, I'm really bad. No, I don't like it. Because I think what it is, it's just, I'm just a bit of a control freak. So actually, there's, you know, it's the first read through. It's also the first time the actors have read it. Yeah. So they're just, they're just, they're just reading it. But I'm there going, this bit needs to be faster. This bit needs to be slower. This bit needs to be, no one's going to understand what's going on in this bit. So I'm not really concentrating on actual, the, the, the work, but that's just my own. OCD freakness. <laughs> I think I think it's like you know so you know it's really I think like scientifically I don't know where I've took this fact from but like science it's like not comforting to have a heartbeat being played it's like unsettling because yeah. if it's going at a, like a separate speed to your own heart that's kind of what it feels yeah. like. It's intense. I I was the same. I was like oh read through Peter Pierce play yeah. and then it starts and you're like oh this is this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too much. much. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> So do you guys, in the past, how much do you expect to be involved in the rehearsal process with this? How much how much ownership do you feel over that text? And how do you feel about passing it over to Steph and like being in the room? And what are your sort of, how do you feel about that? What are your plans? I, mean, I mean, Steph is amazing. Yeah. Just mm, for the so rec- like she, in terms of just the way she's been throughout the whole development process, I know I can't speak for everyone here, like, because we've yeah. talked about that. Um, it, she, and she's so open and collaborative. Mm. And the first thing she said today was like, Oh, by the way, you know, rehearsal process, whenever you want to drop in, you just drop yeah, in. She wants it to be open. And on all of each other's plays as well. She's yeah. like, if you're just passing, you want to come in and say hi and have a, like, sit in, which feels, again, it feels mm. like this yeah. nice, like, massive team effort. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like we're, like, pitched against one another, yeah. like, all yeah. these plays, like, competing in one space. No, it feels like we're all kind of writing one massive yeah. three-hour epic yeah. together, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like, after the reef, it really, really feels like they mm. are similar in so many ways. Yeah, it is like an epic. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And in terms of, like, the passing it over, I don't know about you guys, but I, like, love passing it over. Because oh, yeah. yeah. it's, it's like, you're writing for, for theatre. Like, it's, if it's, you're not happy with passing it over, then write a novel. For you guys, especially when it is something that's so close to you, when it is such a personal play and written for an intimate space like Roundabout, do you feel like it's harder this time to pass over? No, I just want to give it to yeah, Steph. Just, just Steph will make it, it better. Give it to but Steph. But it doesn't feel like passing it over. Like I yeah. feel like, because I feel like we will be as in, as involved right yeah. until the very end. Mm. And it will always be a conversation. But the joy, as you say, like the, the, you can... They're gonna make it better than yeah. anything you can imagine, yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, gonna, yeah, ju- yeah. you know, and if you've got that trust there, yeah. that they are gonna just strengthen it yeah. and just make you look better than you yeah. actually are. And you yeah. know, there's no reason. <laughs> yeah. there. And they absolutely will. And that's yeah. such a nice. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't like the thing, like <laughs> you guys are rigorous with like you know, it's been a really rigorous casting mm. process. Yeah. Like I imagine, like you know, the, the selection create like everybody at Face Power is a, like a joy. Mm. So like that's. Like that. Why would you like? You know, you're entering into this without absolute trust, and yeah. um, yeah. So it's it's just gonna get better. Mm. It's gonna get better and better. Okay, we're gonna wrap up because that's our twenty minutes. Um, yeah. that was really great, guys. Thanks so much. Thank I hope we get the three of you together at some point. Maybe much closer towards the fringe. In maybe the even at the fringe. We're gonna go to the pub right now. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much for listening to this podcast, and thank you guys all for being here. Yeah. And we'll do another one soon, hopefully. Um, but thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.